0: Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 72, Heart Disease and Cancer, Many Diseases Under Those Names. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and the founder of Real World Nutrition. Now, as this episode is dropping, it is, of course, February, also known as American Heart Month. But February is also Cancer Prevention Awareness Month. And heart disease and cancers are the leading causes of death in both men and women, at least here in the US. I know this is a global issue. I just don't know what all the stats are in some of the other countries that listen to me. So I just want to acknowledge that this is the most prevalent health issue in the United States and many of our countries around the world. Now, this month, I've been addressing on my blog, on my website, ShellyRoyal.com backslash blog, many issues related to or many topics related to heart health and heart disease, and I will also be continuing to do some as it relates to cancer prevention awareness. So I'm talking about a lot of these things. I don't just do it just this month of February. I talk about this all the time, but I just want to acknowledge that these are things that come up a lot more in this month of February as we talk about heart health. So a few things, as I said, this episode is going to address both heart disease and cancer and the many things under the umbrella of those two chronic health issues. But I want to address... Four things as we get started here. Number one, preventing or at least significantly reducing the risk of getting either one of these diseases is so much easier, less painful, and less time consuming than treating them. So if we can reduce our risk of getting these diseases, if we can reduce our risk of getting these diseases before we have to treat them, It is so much better. Number two, many lifestyle factors address both heart disease and cancer risk. So doing things in your life, such as exercising regularly and eating healthier will reduce the risk of both heart disease and cancer. Number three, don't wait until a diagnosis to consider these lifestyle factors. I've known people who are literally waiting for the results of their biopsy to address lifestyle changes. They're not making lifestyle changes while waiting for the results of their test. They're waiting until the results of their test come in to even consider making any changes. And this is something I generally, genuinely do not understand. Number four. Heart disease is not one single disease, but a whole bunch of different conditions that affect the heart. And having just one of these conditions is considered heart disease. And cancer is not a single disease, but a general umbrella term for many diseases. Treatments for both heart disease and cancer vary based on what type you have. So let me dive deeper into this fourth point. I'll address heart disease first, and then I'll talk about cancer a little bit more. So heart disease is better and more appropriately called cardiovascular disease. This term means that this includes the heart and the blood vessels of the body. The heart and the blood vessels of the entire body. So I tell people to think of the blood vessels as roads within our body. So we have major highways and state roads and surface streets and side roads. And there can be problems on any of these roads. There can be a problem in any of the blood vessels in our body. Potential issues can include anything always starting at your toes. It can affect all the way up to your brain and anywhere in between. And problems in one of these areas may be quote minor or it can be significant and potentially catastrophic. Now, some forms of heart disease include heart attack, also called a myocardial infarction or abbreviated MI. There's cardiac arrest, there's high blood pressure, there's stroke, There's atrial fibrillation, there's congestive heart failure, there's peripheral artery disease, and even blood clots are a form of cardiovascular disease. Now that's a lot under that umbrella of heart disease. And most people think of heart attacks as heart disease, which it is, but it's not the only thing. So when somebody says they have heart disease, that doesn't always mean they've had a heart attack. I see many people with high blood pressure, and that can lead to many complications. That's a form of heart disease. People don't realize that diabetes, especially untreated or uncontrolled diabetes, is a significant risk factor for heart disease, independent of other risk factors for heart disease. So heart disease is a whole group of diseases. Now, Switching gears to cancer. Many people know that cancer is a whole group of diseases. From breast cancer to prostate cancer, lung and colon cancer, and cancers literally from head to toe. Cancer can affect many parts of the body. Now risk varies by the individual. Family history is part of it. Environmental factors are part of it. Lifestyle factors have a significant role in risk. And in other ways, risk is not known. There's a non-medical reason, what is called idiopathic. We don't know the reason for this. Sometimes we just call that bad luck. That's not to be trite. We just don't know why some people get certain types of cancer. Their risk is so low, the factors in their life are virtually non-existent for those types of cancer, so it's hard to pinpoint why. Family history, as I said, is part of the risk, but it's not as much as people think. Many women are surprised to learn that only about 15% of women diagnosed with breast cancer have a family history. That was a five percent not a 50%. But one five less than 20% of women diagnosed with breast cancer, have a family history of that disease. So if you do have family history of breast cancer, always stay on top of things. And if you don't know you have a family history, so if you don't know or you don't have a known family history, guess what my recommendation is? Stay on top of it. Here's the thing. Lung cancer affects people who don't smoke and never smoked. Skin cancer affects people with dark skin too. Colon cancer affects people under the age of 50. So the recommendations previously for your colonoscopy was at the age of 50, starting at the age of 50 in the last few years that changed to the age of 45. And I've known people diagnosed with colon cancer prior to the age of 45 who didn't make it to their 50th birthday cancer can affect anyone present in virtually any part of the body and cancers are treated differently based on so many factors some cancer can be cut out or removed and it requires no further treatment especially when it's detected and addressed early some cancers are cut out or removed but those cancers in some cases have also attempted to spread to other parts of the body So additional treatment such as chemotherapy and radiation may be required. Some cancers are so aggressive and fast moving or in a place where you cannot have it safely removed. So the interventions include treatment or managing its growth. Now, cancer is not one disease. It is a group of conditions and treatments are different based on which one it is and so many other factors. To suggest that there is a cure for cancer that is being hidden away is downright absurd and shows ignorance. Consider if you went to the doctor and you were sick, you weren't feeling good. They do treat things differently. So if you went in complaining of chronic headaches, it would be ridiculous to get get an antibiotic to treat that headache. If you were having chest pain, it would be ridiculous to get an antibiotic to treat the chest pain. And if you went in for a checkup, it would be ridiculous to get an antibiotic or any medication if things were going well. So we treat diseases differently. We treat different cancers differently. And it's different based on the individual and the type of cancer. So you can minimize your risk. With both heart disease and most cancers, there's many things we can do to minimize our risk. What I consider a nice thing is that a lot of the recommendations for one chronic health issue fit for several health issues. So one recommendation to reduce the risk of getting a health issue is going to work for many things. So here's some examples. Not smoking or using tobacco products, is a recommendation that can both reduce the risk of heart disease and cancer. Regular physical activity reduces the risk of heart disease and certain types of cancer. Minimizing excess weight, specifically excess body fat, is recommended to reduce the risk of heart disease and certain cancers. However, I must note, even people of a healthy body weight, and that healthies in quotes, can still have heart disease and cancer. So just because somebody doesn't have excess fat doesn't mean they're free and clear necessarily. Eating a high number of fruits and vegetables, which would lead to a diet rich in antioxidants and phytochemicals and fiber and vitamins and minerals that are naturally found in those foods and not supplements, reduces the risk for heart disease and cancer. There's a lot of cases where people have tried to mimic the supplements or food in a supplement form, and it just does not have the same benefit as real food. Choosing plant-based protein, lean animal protein, and fatty fish can help reduce the risk of heart disease and certain cancers. So none of these are new recommendations. I know that, and most people know that. Unfortunately, people don't pay attention of how they can reduce their risk of heart disease or cancer until after they've had a diagnosis. And then they'll address their lifestyle factors after that diagnosis. So I encourage people to think risk reduction and prevention now, no matter your current health status, no matter your age. It's never too early to start thinking about this. And I dare say it's never too late, although, you know, we can be pushing the limits in some cases. So that is Real World Nutrition for this week. I encourage you to follow this show on your favorite podcast app wherever you're listening to this one and listen for more Real World Nutrition. If you are interested in speaking with me about how you can address reducing your risk of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, or just being overall healthier, look for the link in the show notes and schedule your free 30-minute introductory call with me, and let's talk about how you can get started now in reducing your risk of these chronic health issues. Take care. Bye for now.